3: Welcome back to Bootleg Craig's Pirate Patreon Radio, taking your requests for the hottest Magic Tavern bonus episodes from patreon.com/slash Magic Tavern. Looks like we got a caller on the line. This is PV3 from Space. Go ahead, PV3. Yeah.
4: Uh, what did you do? What's
3: my Great question, caller. I'm going to hang up on you so we can get right into it. Hello. You see, Patreon.com slash Magic Tavern has dozens of hilarious and informative bonus episodes starring all your friends from the land of Foon, with two new episodes added every month. Now, normally you'd have to sign up and support the show to hear this stuff, but this week I'm giving everyone a taste of what they've been missing. Up next, we've got Good After Foon, Foon's favorite forest based afternoon talk show hosted by a vampire and a bird. Take a listen, and if you laugh even once, head over to patreon.com slash magic tavern to hear more.
1: Good. Good. Deb Falcon. And I am Corvath, the unknowable. And we're here with everything you want or don't want on an afternoon in Foon. It's time for
5: you to just cozy up, settle in, and have your two best friends tell you everything you need to know
1: about what's going down in good old Foon Town. We're located here in the middle of the forest, broadcasting to anybody in the near vicinity that can hear us. (laughs) <laughs>
5: this show sponsored by Sunlight. Sunlight, it's falling on us right now, uh, which is a problem,
1: which, Dave, I <laughs> don't need to tell
5: you, is a big problem for me.
1: Uh, Corvath, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were. I was like, nobody could see right now the umbrella over Corvath, but that's a- what's happening right now.
5: It's that, uh, you know me, I'm a crazy guy, and I love to have uh, you know a good time in the daytime, but that's hard for me because I am a vampire. I'm a member of the, the, the Night Kingdom. Uh, I, I sup on blood and I, I feast in shadows. Uh, but, you know, after Foon, it has to happen in the afternoon. It's not called the leaving in Foon Evening. <laughs> no, no. That show was canceled.
1: No, that show was canceled. Now, Corvath is is your parasol handle... Is that bone? That's bone. This is bone. This oh. my
5: parasail is attached to my sailboat, which is in the lake just behind us. Uh, and it's really it, the, the parasail uh, is, is really a specific day. It has to be very windy, like a right. wind lord has to be about, or it has to be hurricane time uh, around mm-hmm. us. And my parasail, yes, this mm-hmm. is bone. Uh, it is from a, it is from the hip of a hippogriff.
1: See now, what a fun choice to use a hip bone <laughs> for the handle of your parasol. You know, because if you think about it, right. it, usually you want like a long bone, but you got a real, a real honker there that you can just grasp onto. No, I got the real.
5: Sh- yeah, I got the real shorty. I got a real. I want to have it very close. I want to have it at the uncomfortable arm angle to remind myself that it needs to be above my head because if I put it down like so, <laughs> ha. I can't see. I have to immediately uh, burst into flames. Now, Deb, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. The pedestals that you are perched upon so that yeah. you are eye level with me because you are a falcon.
1: I'm a bird. Is this also made of bone? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, the, the bones of my enemies. Ooh! so it's many bones. It's many bones. I oh. killed multiple mice, removed their skulls and then fuse them together with my own spittle to make myself this this little pedestal to stand on. And you know what? I couldn't be prouder. I couldn't be prouder of it.
5: I wish you could all see these at home. I wish anybody could see us right now. We're in the middle of a forest. <laughs> uh, but these, these mice skulls, you can see uh. the terror on their bones because normally you would need musculature and skin mm-hmm. to show the, and, and eyes for the eyelids to pop when they go, oh, no, falcon! But you can really tell that these... Mice died screaming.
1: And you can also tell because I put googly eyes on them.
5: That's what it is. Okay. The the glare glare was over there, and I could not see past it. But now I can see it's just real fun googly eyes.
1: It's real fun googly eyes all over. You know, today
5: on the show, we are going to talk about all sorts of things like that. Googly eyes, (laughs) I think, fall under crafts. So we will be talking crafts. We will be talking fun things to do around the home. We will be talking about the best way to dispose of the remains of your uh, various enemies. Or, not, it couldn't be even enemies. It might be just those who are allied to you, but in your path.
1: So all in all, we got a great show for you. We get all a in dynamite all, we got a show. great really dynamite show for I, you.
5: I don't know we're, what dynamite is, but it's dynamite and we are going to have a real good time.
1: We're going to start on a real downer though. I'll tell you that. We're going to start do. on a real downer, and that is the fact that the girl that fell in the well about a week ago <laughs> is still in the well. Are you there fucking is, kidding me? Still? I know.
5: Still in that goddamn well. When did she, okay, she has been, uh, at this point, okay, okay, if I could say something right off the bat. Please, is that a vampire pun? It has to be. <laughs> at this point, I think she likes it in there. Okay. I, think, I, I don't think that she's trying to get out of the well at this point. She has been in there for a long time. We yep. are, of course, everyone know that we are talking about baby Jezebeth. She uh, went into the well because she heard a voice offering Mm -hmm. her uh, riches untold, uh, a.k.a. sweets and candies. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, that little dumbass is at the bottom of an empty well. And all we have seen so many efforts to get this this little shit up out of that darkness and back into the bright sunshine, which, again, is my mortal enemy.
1: And yet here we are. She's still down there.
5: I, right. gotta, I gotta
1: be honest. We're, what we're, the- this is week. We said a week ago. A week ago. She fell in. Yeah. Oh, and okay. so, but who knows? Can we, can we be real?
5: Maybe uh, this uh, w- isn't
1: her first time in the well.
5: You know what? She has a tone of someone who has fallen in a well before. Mm-hmm. She seems to be accustomed to the acoustics of yelling for help or, as I like to say, attention. Uh, while well, she's at the bottom of this thing. I mean, at this point, fashion... Here's what I would do, okay? If I was in what this situation. Do? If I was a little girl and I fell down a well, mm-hmm. I would fashion a ladder out of the bones at the bottom of the well. Because there's going to be bones at the bottom. She's not the first person to fall down a well. and no. she's not, And not all of them got out. So there's got to be people of varying or forms of varying height and, must, and bone skeleture. That can be fashioned into a edifice to get up, get up out of that thing.
1: So to play a demon's advocate here for a minute, to play, to play a demon's advocate. Could
5: you name the demon?
1: Uh, uh Shubal Pants.
5: Shubal Pants of the, f- oh, Shubal Pants of. <laughs> oh shit, <Shubel> Pants. <laughs> shit. Fuck, hold on, I'm gonna, well, I, okay, I've surrounded us with runes, so we're protected.
2: Oh, <laughs>
5: I oh, what a
1: surprise Yes.
5: Okay, <laughs> see you later. He might be on the show later, though. It's show, you never know who's going to pop up on God uh, After Foon.
1: Oh, so Some, fun. Sometimes well,
5: it's a demon that you name. Anyway, I'm sorry. So you were playing Demon's Advocate.
1: What if okay. she fell mm-hmm. into a boneless well? Okay, now this
5: presents a problem that I did not um, account for. Because I assumed that mm-hmm. there were going to be bones in that well. So if she's down there and it's all boneless, then, uh, then maybe I have judged her too harshly. And so on behalf of which tree uh, should I address this to so this one over here? Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. like to apologize to the little girl and her dumb family uh, if I have uh, made you sad by saying that your dumb child should not have tiptoed if, after the voice offering sweets and candies. And that, but that is only if there are no buns. And if there's bonds in there, get to work.
1: Right, right. Because we can assume otherwise that she's unwell. Okay. <laughs> is that a whale
5: pun? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 uh, well, to keep things on a downer. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, to keep things on a downer, um, we have witnessed uh, the the moon. Above us, uh, split in half, as mm-hmm. of two nights ago, correct? We have we have witnessed it, Cleave in Twain. Oh and yes. One half has taken the shape of a lover, and the other has taken the shape of uh, its destiny. And we have all mm-hmm. known as is uh, foretold in the scrolls of this uh, of the forest that this w- <laughs> that this would mean that um, it, that uh, uh, awful awful rain w- will be op- op- upon our heads and soon. Um, because that of course foretells the arriving of the locust king. So yes. I, I oh, tip
1: th- of my tongue.
5: Right, that's what it is. it's always it's always something and it's always the locust king.
1: Uh, it could so, be. yeah. So <laughs> I picked up this little book last
5: night while I was on my uh, constitutional and uh, it is a great it's a great little quick little read and it's called "What to Expect when you're Expecting the Locust King?" And it's just a guide for first time doomsayers and uh, apocalypse e- e- experiencers who may not know what's going on when the foretold lord of that which feasts on all that is righteous uh, rips the veil and returns to uh, to seek uh, a horrifying, horrifying revenge on uh, all, all that is uh, considered to be righteous. Uh, and right here, page one, I think it's a great thing. Uh, it, it's, it just says Lament. Mm. I think that's a great place to start. Because, yeah, yeah. because okay, the moon <laughs> is in half. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. ladies, the moon is in half. Gentlemen, <laughs> same facts. Everyone across all borders and spectrums, the moon is in half. So it's time to lament. But Deb, I can see that you uh, have a reaction to this, uh, to this page one in just big letters It says Lament.
1: See, now, I, I am thinking back on the last time I was expecting The Locust King. And I bought this book when I was within that time period. It was like uh, the trimester that The Locust King was arriving. And I said, I didn't even, I didn't crack it open. No. I didn't even crack it open. It just sat collecting dust. And if I had, I'm just going through all the, the, uh, the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Right, right. Of, of that time, and so I'm just so glad you brought this to my attention, that this is worth it. Even if a chapter is a single word, you know, what can you do with that? Right. And and I will lament.
5: Right. Because uh, the, thir- the second chapter is also a single word, and it just says toil. Mm. That's all just toil. And that could be toil to prepare yourself for your inevitable demise. Sure. Uh, toil to resist that which has been foretold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be just keep working on whatever project that you have focused on because just because a Locust King is returning doesn't mean that your life should end. You're still the person that you were before the Locust King arrived. It's just that you might not be that person for much longer because he is supposed to uh, consume us whole and while we are wailing uh, for the sins that we did not commit. <laughs>
1: feels like a moon day, am I right? Oh. <laughs> oh, my parasol. Ow, ow, ow,
5: ow. Oh, God. Ow, ooh, uh. oh, God. oh, oh I caught fire. Oh, it's, get the marshmallows. <laughs> Corvath is unknowable, but he knows one thing. That sunlight is a bitch. And the third chapter is fun. I it, This this is the one that I really focused on, which is just sleep when they sleep. And I think oh. that's very good advice, you know? If the Locust King goes down for a little bit of a, a, a the winks... Then that's your opportunity to catch a few yourself, because the locust king is probably running your ragged, you know.
1: And some people, some people are going to tell you sure. that you got to sleep train the locust king. They're going to tell you if luck. the locust king is is writhing right. and and rageful and wrathing to just Molting. shut the door, right. Shut the door mm-hmm. and go about your business. And that's a hard thing to do. And you know what? I'm not going to be the one to say it's right or it's wrong. I'm just going to say it's a choice. And if you want to do it, do it. But if you want to go in there and, and have consensual relations with the Locust King to calm him, that's also a fine choice. That's a choice. Just know you will carry the seed of the Locust King within your body. It will not emerge at the time you expect it to emerge. It will emerge when it wants to emerge and therefore consume your entire body. And you then gave birth to the spawn of the Locust King, also known as the Locust Pupa.
5: So that's what to expect when you're expecting the Locust King. It's on sale at all bookstores and apothecaries Mm -hmm. and also various magic shops that will allow literature within uh, and it's by, uh, a no- again, another noted author of How to Get Through uh, Various Armageddons. And it's mm-hmm. by the Duchess uh, Apocalyptica. And, and uh, you can find all of her. She has a ton of reading material for all of these sort of things. She's, she's been through the Locust King thing before. And mm-hmm. she's, she'll, she'll get through, you through it, too. So that's just fun. I just said that was fun.
1: You know what? I, I, I'm always looking for a good book. You know, I'm always, always looking for, for a good read, a good pickup, and uh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Thank you for bringing that today, Corvette. Oh, yes, of course. And I want to remind everybody that this show
5: is sponsored by Trees. Trees. You can't have a forest without them, but if you can't see the forest, it might be because of the trees. Thanks, Trees. Spons- brought to you by, trees are brought to you by wood and photosynthesis. Back to you, Ch- Chuck the Squirrel.
1: Oh, Chuck the Squirrel? Wait, do we have a visit from Chuck the Squirrel?
5: Oh, well, I was going to surprise you, but I uh. guess this, the squirrel, the rodentia is out of the bag. Uh, uh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> all the way from the tree directly in front of us, please welcome... Our first guest uh, today, uh, it is uh, your friend and mine, Chuck the Squirrel. And it's just us clapping. There's, uh, it's hey, just hello. Us. Hello. Chuck, yes. welcome. You are looking fluffy. You are looking uh, well-fed. You, are, you look ready for winter. Uh, or if that doesn't come, to continue hunting. So I, thank I you I for like making time. Nuts. What's that?
1: I like eating nuts. <laughs> Chuck, you son of a bitch! Again. <laughs> 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 I like eating nuts and storing nuts in in my in my house. Okay, Chuck, get the fuck out of here. All right, Thanks for t- bye that. Bye. Was Chuck the Everybody, you need any? If you get it,
5: a- what? A- okay. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a- <laughs> we
1: can't keep having him back on. I got to it- be honest. Even if he wants to be. Right. Like it's it's like pulling teeth though. He's here. out
5: of ideas. We can be honest. He's he's run out ugh. of stuff to talk about. That and the it, first time ugh. the first time he was on he was he was chock full of nuts, but now I think he's just it's just it's mixed at this point. It's Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His ideas are cash. T- t- Jude. Oh. My parasol!
1: Ah. (laughs) Oh no, keep it up, Corbett. It's at the bad
5: arm angle. I really should have used a a bigger bone.
1: We're gonna need a bigger bone. Speaking of bones... Go on. We have another guest with us here today, and uh, they are a bone advocate. Now, you might be thinking, like, what is that? I also have that same question. So here to answer it is Frank femur frank hello so good to see you thank you so much for having me here today i'm so
4: appreciative
5: we're so happy you are here frank uh so frank
4: is it are you are you a bone well you know i am made up of bones as many people are made up of bones many things are made up of bones and i think the big issue is when people believe that they have the right to take the bones of other things and use it for their own benefit and that's what i'm here to speak on behalf of because honestly it's just not appropriate yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm not laughing. No one's <laughs> laughing and it's not funny at all. It's not I'm a funny laughing. issue at all. Okay, I, I, well you are you're right, you are laughing but you shouldn't be laughing. It's not
5: funny. Now now I I I I I I, I, I. I see your point, of course. Uh now, but if you are going to take bones away from uh, us as Mm -hmm. use in a utilitarian form, um, I would ask what you have as a bone substitute.
1: Uh, Ooh, good call.
4: The way that I feel about any object, whether bone or otherwise, is before you take it, you need to ask permission. So you need to go up to that item and say, are you comfortable with me using you for something I want to do? And honestly, if you ask and you listen very carefully, you'll hear the answer. But what what happened a lot of the time, and I'm sure that you know this, did you ask? Did you ask for that perch? Did you ask for that that holder on that umbrella? Did you ask?
1: No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. They asked for it. They asked for it. Those goddamn mice. These goddamn mice asked asked
5: for it. This is a great point, Deb. If you don't ask, but they ask for it, does that count as you asking for it? Ask not what your bones can do for you. Now, I recognize that quote. Uh, that quote is from uh, the, f- the 55th president mm-hmm. of the forest, uh, mm-hmm. Jonk Anf Canadouf. Yes,
1: Jonk Ant Canadouf. Uh,
5: jean Ant Canadouf. And that was in his speech, uh, not long after he gave a speech declaring that they were going to put a man on the moon and split it in half. And at the time... <laughs> At the time, there was uh, the agency that was in charge of uh, such celestial endeavors had no plans uh, to do anything of that nature. So when he said, by the end of this, for- this forest cycle, we will put. That's not what he. Uh, let me see if I can do his voice. Well, this should be a journey. <clears throat> uh, at the end of this uh, forest cycle, uh, we will put a uh, man on the moon and uh, split it in half. And everybody was very surprised. And unfortunately for us, it worked. But fortunately for him and his policymaking, uh, it worked. Right. So we call that a win win. We call that, right. We call that a win win. Because not every win has to be fortunate. So I guess to your point, Frank, no, I didn't ask. Uh, and no, I didn't listen. But I am willing to. Yeah, you got to phone before you bone, right?
4: Thank you, thank you. That is what we have always been saying from the beginning. You have to phone before you bone, and I appreciate you saying it, and it's not just about the words, it's also about the actions. Where do
1: you stand on well bones?
4: On well bones? Yeah. I think that if there's a bone in a well, then you have to leave the person in that well for two weeks to figure out what to do with it. And then either they die, or they can decide if they want to come out. Thank but you.
1: Sounds like she's, she's got help.
4: another
5: week. She's Thank got you. another week. Leave her down there and let her figure it out.
4: Now well, I else that girl that said, that's a dumb girl, right? She's a dumb girl? Oh, yeah. D- yeah. Yeah, she's a stupid little
5: girl. That's a different situation. Sounds like a stupid girl. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you shouldn't know not to find no. Zana well. No. Nope. Now, I, let's all remember, everybody out there listening to Good After Food, remember to phone before you bone this holiday season, or any season for that matter. Yep. Uh, and I see, Frank, to remind us all of this, you have brought some merch. Yep. Uh, there are some fun t-shirts here that say phone before you bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these come in sizes from, I, I see they are from uh, from brownie uh, to uh, to un- uh, undying creature at the edges mm-hmm. of reality, so that's yep. fun. Thank you for thinking of our sides, and they also come in these fun mugs. Now I have yeah. blood. I have blood in this mug right now. Do I have? Do I have to? Do I, have to uh, I don't have to ask blood if I want to drink it before I drink it, right? I can just no. Okay, great. Okay, no. then down the hatch. I'll be using my phone before the bone mug, and I'll be thanking you for giving me this this great gift.
1: Thank and these so giant much. foam bones, too. <laughs> I got them on both my wings. I got two wings sticking straight up in these foam bones. <laughs> there's also, for anybody
5: interested, there's been, there, there are some metal, there's some chrome bones here that are super fun. Uh, so you can use these uh, as, if, if you have a server, you can use Google Bone,
3: mm-hmm. uh, which
5: is just a, th- a bone with a thousand zeros after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, that's just really to annoy people who do math. Uh, you've really thought of everything, so we really appreciate that. Thank
4: you. Thank you. It's it's half about the message, half about the merch. I've always said
5: that. There, and Frank Zafimor, everyone. Thank uh, you. Once again, oh, Thanks for the applause. Are you, oh, people oh, oh, normally get applause and oh. they leave. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you so much. Yeah, keep, I keep my parasol in the crook of my neck so I can applaud. Thank you okay, so much.
4: Are you trying to just rub it in now? Hmm?
5: Thank you so much, Frank Ziffman, for coming out. Thank, Thank you, you Frank. once again. What a treat it was to have him on. Now, okay. Frank is going to stand awkwardly off to the side while our next guest gets ready. Um, and that is no, not you, Chuck. No, 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 <laughs> Chuck. Please, God, no,
1: Chuck. Unless Please. you have
5: something else besides nuts to talk about, you, you're not going to get any airtime. Leaves? leaves. Leaves. Okay. Leaves? What about it? Right. What about them?
1: They keep me warm.
5: Get the fuck out of here.
1: Good Chuck, I swear to fucking god.
5: Nuts then leaves. I wish oh, he was guy. I wish he would just have leaves.
1: Oh. <laughs> you know what, Corvath, you you are a gift Stop. to me. You are a gift. And every day is a gift. And which is why I want to take a quick moment to talk about some hot gifts. This season, a gift for every occasion. I, no, think I say gi-
5: we- I, I say gifts. You say gif. Gi- I say gifts.
1: I say I sometimes say gift and I sometimes oh. say gaffed.
5: Oh, that's fun. Sometimes I yeah. say JPEG.
1: JPEG.
5: Yeah, I get confused.
1: Mm, I. I. What's is it? umbop?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Is that a J- un- unit of measurement?
5: Yep. Yeah, how many umbops in a JPEG? Is uh, once that's once that's question solved, then the sun becomes blood. You were I'm saying pretty about sure
1: it's a, a quibby,
5: is it? Oh, okay, yeah, and that's just that's just 10 minutes that you'll never get back, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of those, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, crypto get, no chuck, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, no, Chuck, I would rather you come on and talk about nuts and leaves than talk about crypto, which is just it's just I already know. Okay, you know what, Chuck, come on in, yeah. What's crypto?
1: I uh, it's a place where you sleep. Get the oh, fuck away from me. Get the fuck out get of here. Just show. stand
5: next to Frank.
1: Oh my god.
5: Choke on a foam bone. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that you were having some gift ideas.
1: Oh. Just trying to think cuz sometimes it is so hard to think of what to get for someone. You know that special person in your life and I thought sure. that we could showcase and go back and forth and and think of some fun gifts. So I have a, a ghoul in my life that I, right. I adore. Thank you. And just, just one, of my, one of my best ghoul friends. And uh, I'm thinking, what, what would they want? What is a perfect gift for a ghoul? And I'll tell you what it is. It's a pineapple. Okay. I did not
5: see that coming. And maybe yeah. that's me for having preconceived notions about ghouls. But I have to know... How you came to the conclusion that the best thing for your ghoul mm-hmm. was a pineapple.
1: So, uh, ghouls are, are often misunderstood, and so is a pineapple, but also a pineapple is a, a symbol of welcoming. So to kind of like most ghouls feel unwelcome, they kind of uh, uh, haunt about. Uh, But if you bring a pineapple, you're showing that like a little bit of prickliness, a little bit of sweetness inside. You're welcome in my home. And then we make smoothies together. So it's a little of an invitation to spend some time together with your ghoul.
5: That's wonderful because you can
1: welcome them in.
5: Usually they're skulking about a cemetery Mm -hmm. or like a spooky mansion. Uh, they might be hunting in an alley, uh, looking for uh, I, I vi- sometimes victims, sometimes companionship. So to extend them a pineapple, something that represents them as well as anything else, I think. They're prickly, but inside maybe as a, a sweet center, I think is a wonderful gift. I was also thinking of a gift mm-hmm. uh, to get someone in uh, my life. And uh, I know many uh, uh, gargoyles. Mm. Uh, as if, okay, so for those of you who are not familiar with a gargoyle, think of an angel, mm-hmm. but, like, cool. Right. And that's a gargoyle, because cool the, angels. it's a cool angel. There's no halo. There's no, they don't want to talk to you about spirituality. Mm-hmm. They're just basically made of leather, and they got big wings and fangs, and, but not, like, vampire fangs, like gargoyle fangs. So what do you get the gargoyle that has everything? I ask mm. myself. And that answer is always meat. Mm. Any meat, it doesn't matter. You can get it off the floor. You can hand it to them raw. You can cook it. You can, um, it can be alive. It can no longer be alive. As long as you have, uh, as long as it is in the quantity of big hunks, mm-hmm. then you're going to make a gargoyle a very happy thing that turns into stone during the daytime.
1: That's wonderful. That's a wonderful, and I'm so glad that you're taking such good care of your gargoyles in oh, your you life. To,
5: when we're in the night, we who, we who walk the night kingdom,
1: mm-hmm. although, you know,
5: I am a day owl. You know me. I'm up uh, I'm up with the moon. It's it uh, because you're
1: such a hoot? <laughs> go on, get my parasite. <laughs> <It's>,
5: <laughs> I have to find a way. To, uh, f- uh, excuse me. Uh, mm-hmm. Frank, do you what? have any bones that I can affix to this hippogriff oh hip? Oh,
4: my God, stop it. <laughs> it's becoming disrespectful.
5: I was asking so that I can ask the bone if I can utilize it for a longer Okay, I thought you were making fun of me. I would never. A guest? The only guest I make fun of is Chuck. You were kind of
1: making fun of that girl in the well. She's not a guest. She's not a guest. Unless, did we book her? Not yet. Not until she gets out of that goddamn well.
5: That's right. She has to earn her place on good after food. She can't just stay down there and hope we show up to her. If she climbs
1: out of that well, drags her body to this forest... I will consider having her on as a guest. And it has Mm. to
5: be the first thing she does. Mm. No water, no food. No. I don't want her to talk to her family. I don't want her to thank her rescuers if there are any. Mm -mm. I want her to get over the lip of that well and crawl to me like a ghost.
4: Yeah, If you can hear us. If she needs water after coming out of that well... That's ridiculous. She That's a great point. All. That's true. Good point. That Frank. is a great point. And the one thing she's got <laughs> is water. That's, <laughs> That's the one it. thing. Yeah. I mean, come on.
5: And she must. She'd be sick of it by that point. I think. Yep. If she, if anything, she'd be a bit hydrophobic. Mm. Hmm. So everyone remember those things. We have uh, pineapple. The best things for gifts this season, and I think honestly, any season, pineapples right. and meat. Hmm. And of course, I these well, are... Oh, say, go ahead. I will also say, say,
1: yeah, no, I wanted to also mention that the the dual function of the pineapple as well (laughs) (laughs) is, I can't help it, (laughs) is the fact that if your ghoul turns bad, you can cut open the pineapple and use the enzymes in it to dissolve your ghoul.
5: That's helpful.
1: That's very Mm -hmm. helpful. That is a little bit of an afterlife hack.
5: So there you go. That's the acid. So you do, skip the salt and skip the fat and just go right to the acid. mm mm-hmm. so, And we also want to remind everybody out there that this episode of uh, Good After Food is sponsored by the Pineapples and Meat Council. Two great tastes that you really only have on vacation. Pineapples and meat.
1: It's my favorite pizza toppings. The oh fuck out God. of my
5: face. You oh, stuff. my God. Everything you say is infuriating. I try so not to... We- ju- We're live, Chuck. Chuck, we are live. I know. You son of a bitch. It's the only thing about me that's live. I'm a vampire.
1: (laughs) Oh, Corvette.
5: (laughs) Our next guest is is someone who is concerned not just about gift giving and bone etiquette, but also the general safety of the people of this general region. Mm -hmm. He's here to talk to you about an issue that is near and dear to his heart. Uh, much like the ribcage is close to the heart. Uh, see that as a transition, uh, uniting Frank the Femur's bone interests and this current uh, segue into a guest introduction. You're Let's explaining
1: enjoy... it all of it out loud.
5: Oh, I, I, read, I, I read it off this index card that I wrote, and, and I forgot to put it in parentheticals. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. told me not to, to read it. Anyway, I crumpled that up, throw it on the ground. Because I don't care about litter. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome local peace officer, Constable Valor. Thank, thank you for having
0: me. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm here today to talk about uh, an issue that's very close to my heart. You see, in my... I-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Who knew it would come back
5: so soon? Go one. on. I should have left
0: it, but I couldn't resist. Uh, but, uh, in my, my small town of uh dimbleshire we've had a a, a rash of griffin attacks mm-hmm. so i felt it was my duty as a constable to do something about it so i've been talking to all the youths in town and letting them know that uh, how to how to act properly and safely around griffins to make sure that they uh are not are not hurting anyway and we're starting a program and we're going to start taking it from town to town and it's called know you Griffin. And that way people know how, how not to behave around griffins. It's a little uh, play on words to help them remember.
1: See, now, is that one of the tricks is to just say no to the griffin? Is that, is that one of the things that you're recommending? Uh,
0: I do recommend starting by trying to have a conversation with the griffin. Uh, you know, uh, for those who don't know, uh, uh, you know, a griffin has a lion's body and an eagle's head. Uh, but some griffins have the the their two front legs, sometimes they're lion's legs, and sometimes they're the talons of a giant eagle as well. Sure. So, it, you know, you're dealing with different kinds of griffins, and it's really important that that you open a dialogue first. Now, most likely, they're going to look at you with their terrifying beady eyes and decide to eat you anyway. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I highly recommend... That you get as small as you can. That means put your put any extremities uh, kind of ball up, get down on the ground. Here, I can demonstrate for you right now. Just ball up like this. Can he's everyone? The, can everyone see says, me? Yeah, he's well barely because you're so small and you're so close to the ground. Okay, great. Yeah, so if you just form a ball with your own body, you're less likely to be eaten alive by a, a griffin. Um,
1: see, now I find that surprising because really? I, you know, from from the end, I, I am not. The expert. I mean, I am a falcon, but a right. very different, a bird of a different talon. Uh, sure. But I, I see that, and immediately my falcon sense says, Mmm, nugget.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, see, Deb, here's the thing about griffins they tend to sense movement. Uh, so, Deb, thank you for bringing that up. Now, if you are moving your wing, uh, uh, flapping it up and down, mm-hmm. uh, they they might bite at that wing. Whereas okay. if you tuck it in close to your body, they're like, "Well, that's just a rock," and they might even say that out loud. Sometimes you'll hear griffins walk around going, "That's a rock. That's a rock. Everything around me is rocks." And then something moves, and they try to eat it. So, oh, so they're very food motivated, but they are fooled by a spherical a, a spherical presentation. Yes, and being very still is also helpful. Uh, and and they also like to announce everything that they see all the time. They go there's a stream, there's a rock, that's a rock, that's a human-shaped rock. That's that's a mouse-shaped rock. And then as soon as that mouse moves, they'll they'll gobble it right down. Uh so you've got to remember the three rules. Try to open a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Get as small as you can. Mm-hmm. And if those things don't work, cast an ice spell. Oh, oh. okay. Is there
5: a, now are they particularly Susceptible to ice spells as opposed to a fire spell, a mm-hmm. lightning spell, an eldritch spell, a uh, blood magic. I have a particular mm-hmm. interest in that one. Uh, may, have, may have some necromancy or uh, dark arts that call upon undying uh, beings on the edges of reality.
0: Or zapping are- them. Yeah, could are- you zap them? Could oh, you, you give them a zip? A yeah, z- you can You can zip them. You can use fire and eldritch and all that kinds of magic like you're saying. And I, I, I hear... I hear what you're saying. Uh but the ice is a sure fire. You know, some griffins are gonna be able to breathe fire and they're not they're not gonna care that you hit them with a fire spell because they're immune mm. to that. Oh you know, sure. but, but if you if you fire ice at a griffin and not at the griffin, but directly in front of or beneath the griffin, they'll slide right away. And as soon as you're out if they slide away and if you're out of their immediate uh field of vision, they're just going to go, oh, I guess that rock got away. Ah, so, this, mm. uh,
5: so it's not even freezing them as a, an active uh, physical repellent.
0: It is tricking them so that they do not see you. Their attacks are based on visual acuity. Exactly. So it's, it's about putting a distance between yourself and the griffin. And that's why I started Know You, Griffin. That way people remember, one, open a dialogue. Two... Mm-hmm. Get as small as you can. And if and if they start pecking at you, even when you're as small as you can, just shoot some ice underneath them. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you feel that
5: you are in an area that is particularly susceptible to uh, griffin attacks or uh, griffin-related violence, uh, uh, and you need to get those three steps uh, sh- sharpened up, like the talents of your aggressors, uh, g- look into some classes that help you to communicate better. Uh, start to find ways to, uh, shrink your body, whether it be permanently or on a temporary basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course learn some magic, learn some, go f- 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 fucking learn something,
0: go figure and out how to do some, uh, some cryomancy. And if you're a particularly stupid little girl, I recommend just hiding at the bottom of a well. Got it. <laughs> We've got good news for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, Well, there's one person who's super safe and she's a... She's the county
1: dumbass. Well, I have a question. What is attracting these griffins? Ooh, what can we yes. be doing? Like per- prevention seems like also maybe the negative one step here that we're not talking about, you know? Is it, is it bones? Is this
0: is it like Frank's? Is phone? it all our
1: bones?
5: Is, is it, it Frank's? Smoke bones and then crave bone.
0: Yeah, it, in, in my town a lot of people eat their eat their food and then just throw their bones out onto the ground. I'm really sorry to uh, admit that, Frank. Uh, but Wasteland. you know, it, it it is ridiculous, and we and we've tried to curtail the the bones being thrown out the windows. But people are like, it's it's our tradition. It's what we've always the way we've always done it. And then you, you, it's very difficult to change those mindsets when people assume they've um they've lived that way their whole lives. You know?
1: Yeah they 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 subscribe by bone appetite.
0: Absolutely. Uh, where I was
5: raised before I was turned to the darkness of the Night Kingdom. Uh, we were also very loose goose, as it were, with bones. Uh, and often, when we were done eating our meats, uh, we would throw the gra- the bones on the ground of uh, of various uh, various dark doorways and thieves' dens, uh, which were also located where many uh, choirs and musical groups. Were assembled, so there was one part of my uh, particular uh, city that was known for uh, Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. Mm.
1: (laughs) Was it near the crossroads?
5: I'll see you there. Good. You won't be lonely. I miss my Uncle Charles.
1: We all miss our Uncle Charles. This segment has been brought to you by mulch. Mulch! What if trees were mushy and smelled bad? Okay, Corvath.
5: <laughs> sorry, I just thought about why is just just fucking mushy trees. It's That's just, wild. That's it's really mushy wild. Trees, it's just I, mushy trees. That you I'm used. sorry.
0: I'm sorry, but we're not. Gonna, our segment isn't going to get bumped again, is it?
5: No. No. no I guess uh, not. We need to talk about our girl. We need uh, to we talk, need about, to our talk girl. about our girl.
0: Look, my name is. Can Cynthia. we get
5: Chuck back out? <laughs> Yeah, maybe he wants to talk more about crypto, yeah. or, or maybe uh, he wants he, he's wearing a, he's wearing a t shirt that says N F N T on it. And he he seems really excited about it.
2: I had a crypto once, and let me tell you, having an orgasm under a church is not fun.
5: Well, it's not. I mean, in theory, it doesn't sound like it would be that bad, but I will take your word for in it. In fact,
1: it was the night that our baby girl was actually conceived. <sighs> Oh, okay, I right. guess we'll have to that's introduce right. you because you're really forcing yourself in here. But, a, uh,
0: could be we have you're some up here. I'm sorry. Yes. Conception story. We've been bumped for the last four days, so I'm sorry, but we have to get our message out there.
1: Great. Okay. The, the parents of baby Jessabeth that is, uh, fallen in the well. Uh, so please, uh, let's welcome the parents of the dumb girl. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm Yay. Cynthia Power Grab,
1: thank you and we are just wanted to say
2: all we ask is please leave her in the well for one more week we just ask that you please not take her out of the well and we've been trying to come on here to make that announcement please
0: why are you just trying to get her out of the well why are you trying to get her out of the well
5: this is a good afternoon exclusive uh, our assumptions that the parents wanted their kid out of the well unfounded Sleep now right there. well, turns out we shouldn't have bumped them. They were more interesting than I thought now uh we uh, we here at the good afternoon um advocate mm-hmm. for the for this dumb baby to uh, educate herself in the ways of solving her own problems and get out of the well under her own uh, reconnaissance Why do you want your uh, little girl to stay in the well I can't. Okay, it's okay, it's but okay. you have to answer. I mean, sorry, sorry. It's it's rude if you don't answer my question. You're, you're right. Yeah, I'm that's so
1: interview sorry. etiquette. I'm yeah. so sorry.
5: Well, that's going to like turn into a bat and fly away or anything.
0: The thing is, okay, mm-hmm. that we believe she's happier down there, mm-hmm. and and we're also happier with her mm-hmm. down there. Yes, isn't that right, sweetie?
2: Yes, when you have a baby, you have this impression that you're going to want to spend every living, waking moment with that child. And I know that you wouldn't necessarily understand that as a vampire. I can't but have from, kids. Uh, yes. And uh, I guess from our point of view, it's just we need a break. We need a break. And if, there's, uh, if, it's a, if it's a well, if it's her getting lost, if it's her running away, we don't actually care. We just need a little time to ourselves to refine
1: what we had initially with each other. This That's just right. in, coming just in, I have to say we've gotten a report from the sky that the baby's hand has come out of the well. The baby is oh. grasping. Lift a finger. The, one the finger. End. If you lift up one finger at a time, one, two, three, four, just
2: lift each finger and then the rest of the hand will drop. You don't have to even pull up Holy hand, shit, somebody did
1: that. Somebody lifted all the fingers and the baby dropped back down okay. into the well. One of Thank the county you. workers heard
5: you and say uh, they 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 took the baby's fingers off the wall and let it fall, oh, and I get they're getting time you. and a half, so they don't thank want you. that thing to come out. Thank,
0: thank you, thank you. <laughs> you, thank you
2: so much. <sighs>
0: yeah. Oh, we can finally go on that trip to Megas that we've always talked yes.
2: about. Yes, yes. I love you. I love you too. Again, <laughs> all we ask is don't bring our baby
0: back home. Please, JessaBeth. Whatever you do, know that. We're thinking about you and how far away you are and hoping that you stay that far away. <laughs>
5: <sighs> a heartwarming message from the Ooh. parents of Jesse Beth, a dumb girl who almost got out of the well, but wow. then to the power of parental, some might argue selfishness, was thrown back in. Uh, folks, I have to say this has been one of my favorite episodes of Good After Fumes that we have ever done. We've learned learned a lot today about uh, bone consent. Mm -hmm. We've learned about uh, griffin safety. Uh, We hate Chuck. And we... Figured out that people need some time to themselves, even when they have some, uh, when they have a a little person uh, that is uh, child status just waddling around. You know, uh,
1: remind me next time, I forgot to ask Frank if it is safer if you cover the bone before you grab it.
5: Oh, we should. Yeah, we should. We'll have we'll have Frank back. So, folks, look forward to that. We've got to have Frank back to see if we should cover up the bone before, whether it's a busy bone or a crazy bone. Or any of the bones that uh, maybe a bone drawn by Jeff Smith, we will all know that uh, we will eventually uh, have all of your bone related information. Uh, so that's it. Thanks, uh, thanks again, everybody, for uh, for tuning in or walking by while we were doing good afternoon. I'm Corvath, the z- z-
1: unknowable. I'm Deb Falcon. And this, and has, this has been. Has been Good, good after. after
2: food. 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 Mm.
5: For thir- good luck with the Locust King, everybody.
3: You sure won't hear anything like that on the main feed. Hello Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production made possible by supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. Patreon supporters get two new bonus episodes, like this one, each month, and a bunch are already waiting there for you, like one where Flower talks to her cousin, also named Flower, a Usador and Spintax holiday special, and Arnie, Chunt, and Usador exploring their friendship via Slam books. You also get ad-free versions of the main show, including current episodes and all the back catalog and most of the previous spin-off series are on the Patreon now too. Earth Games, All 3 Seasons of Offices and Bosses, I Am Tax. there are a lot of them, like there's more than 80 episodes on there. And in the next couple months, Usador's Fetching Quest, Hey Tavern Tavern, and Season 2 of Masters of Mayhem are coming to the Patreon to complete the set. Before you know it, Patreon will be the one-stop shop for everything Magic Tavern. And that's all in addition to the two new bonus episodes added every single month. Plus you get intros with a pleasantly light narrative thread starring me and Pv3. To learn more and become a patron, visit patreon.com slash magictavern. I write credits. Deb Falcon was played by Brooke Bright. Corvathia Noble was played by Kevin Serretta. Kevin was a writer on Mystery Science Theater 3000 season 13. The new season and classic episodes are available at www.gizmoplex.com. Frank Femer and Ricky Powergrab Llewellyn were played by Becca Barish. Follow Becca on Twitter at Becca Barish. Chuck the Squirrel, Constable Valor, and Cynthia Powergrab were played by Matt Young. Special appearance by Shubal Pants the Demon as himself. This episode was produced by Matt Young. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Special assistance by Ryan DiGiorgi. This episode was edited by Garrett Schultz. Logo by Alie LeBon. We'll be back again next week with the regular show, but uh, who knows when Bootleg Craig might appear again. I mean, I don't. No one does, really. I mean, that's sort of the point. If you want to hear the episodes, you should just go join the Patreon. Bye.